Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to my Marked by God podcast series or Marked by God series podcast. You know what it's called. So y'all, I did it. And what is it that I did that you may ask? I finally gained the guts to tell, I want to say necessarily the whole world, but just to tell everyone that I created a podcast. And most of you are probably like, um, how is that a big deal? It's because uh, it's it's so hard to explain. It's just, I know that... Um, I know that I made a podcast for a reason. I know I wanted people to listen to the podcast. And I knew at some point I was going to have to broadcast it so I can, you know, get some viewers and listeners. But I was really self-conscious. I was just like, I don't know, God. Like, is this what you really want me to do? Like, you know, I don't have to tell anyone that, you know, they'll just find it on their own. I don't know how they would do that. I was just thinking they'll stumble on it at some point. And I just really had just just this feeling on my spirit that God was telling me, you need to post it. Obey me. You need to post it. Just do it. You'll see great things are going to come from this. It takes time. And so I was prolonging it because I allowed fear to dictate my destination and my purpose. And I was just so afraid um, of just what people would think and what people will say and just... I was just so self-conscious and just, I just insecure about my voice, insecure about how to, how I sounded. I was just thinking like, what if they laugh? What if they don't like the way I sound? What if I stumble too much or stutter too much? What if I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I just really had to ponder on it and just realize that my job and my purpose is just to touch, if it's anything, just if one person you know, receives God or just receives any, some type of healing in their life, then I did what what was all that was asked of me. I did my job. I did my job and I'm going to continue doing that. So yeah, so I posted on Instagram and so far, you know, I'm not looking for any response anymore. I'm not looking for anyone's response but God's, but I'm really thankful for all the support that I have been receiving from everyone and just listeners. And I just really am excited for this podcast journey and I really hope that you guys like um my podcast that's coming up as I just you know release all these episodes I really hope that someone can connect and just relate and I'm gonna get more you know vulnerable and more real and honest in my further down in my episodes so just be ready for the ride I really can't snap only can snap on like one hand which is my right so this is my left and this is my right anyways yeah so welcome welcome today today is February 27th I hope everyone has had a blessed week a blessed day and to anyone who has not um been doing well or anyone who's in the season that they just feel just so drowned in just lost and they feel so depressed I pray that God begins to just heal you I pray that your situations will not become overflowing in your life or just 
too much in your life. I pray that God leads you through that. And I pray that you see God in your situation. I pray that you see God in your season, you know, and just look up to him, open your eyes and just open your heart and your spirit to him to be ready to receive and release anything that does not belong in your life and release anything that God's asking you to let go. So, um, today we're talking about response. How you, like, how are you responding to, you know, your season, your giants in your life? I kind of brought response up, uh, I think the last episode when I was talking about fear. Um, I mean, I don't think I was really talking about it. I think I just brought up David and like I told you guys, I'm still reading Psalms. Some of you are probably like, uh, you're reading Psalms? It's taking a long time. Let me tell you, Psalm, Psalms is a long book in the Bible, okay? And I really, I'm not rushing through it. I'm reading, what, like three, two chapters in one day because I want to really reevaluate what it's really talking about instead of just reading it and just being able to say, hey, I read my Bible today. No, I really want to deepen my knowledge in what I'm reading and just deepen what I know and, and from the Bible and just apply it to my life. So I'm really, I'm actually really taking my time and just every, every time before I read my Bible, I pray and just ask God for him to re- reveal, to re-reveal what he's trying to tell me and, and just lay it on my spirit because I feel like mm, before then, uh, when I used to read my Bible, I would just read it just to say that I read it. And certain things would still touch me. I'd, I'd have understanding of certain things, but I really want to have more understanding of just God's glory and just God's grace and how forgiving he is and how forgiving I should be and how I should, you know, go about in this world and just in my life and in the season I, that I'm in. And I just, so far, I feel like he's really speaking to me through the, the scriptures and the uh the passage and Psalms is a really good book. It's really, uh, it's really, it just, it really talks about a lot of things. It talks about having faith. It talks about the response in your, um, and on your journey and in your season, it talks about, um, depending on God and having trust in God, even though, you know, even when you're going through things, it just, it really talks about a lot of stuff and just how God loves us, even though we mess up and even how we, you know, don't really live accordingly to his word so yeah I just felt like response was just laying on me and I just want to say that the reason why I'm talking about response is because a lot of us are like I always say a lot of us are in a season or have been in a season where you know we weren't expecting to be in that season we we don't like being in the season because it was probably unexpected or we just don't like it like i said we all have to i feel like god wants us all to go through a storm and most of us don't like the storm because it's a lot of work you know it's a lot of work to try to get yourself get yourself up every day and to be happy and to be joyful and for most of us that's too much work you just sometimes some people want to just sit in their miseries because they feel like it's easier than getting up and getting their hopes up and then or fighting a fight and just getting knocked back down and I feel like um I just realized that you know most times in our season of probably depression or finance issues or just single season our response is not necessarily the response God is looking for or not even what God is looking for but the response that God you know, is wanting us to have, um, like in 
uh, when you're finan- when you're going through things financially, what is your response? Is your response, you know, I don't have the finances for this, so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go for that job or or I'm not going to go for making that, creating that business. I'm not going to um, apply for that college because the finances are looking low. And I feel like, God, that's not necessarily this response God is looking for from us because we talk about how we're waiting for God to do this miracle in our lives and release breakthroughs in our life. And what is our response to when situations occur? What is what is our response to when, you know, we hit that brick wall or we hit that point in our lives where things are going to shake? And some of our responses are doubt and fear and just, you know, giving up and not having faith in God anymore. And what that looks like to look like, what that looks like to me, like the the response of just giving up or just not the response of having faith. The reverse of that is just responding in doubt, just saying, you know, I knew that, you know, God wasn't going to come through or um, I can't, you know, go for that because I don't have the talent for it or um, I don't have the ability for it. I'm not smart enough for it. I don't, I can't apply for that job because I don't have the qualification for it. Like, for example, for myself, my response to God telling me to create a podcast at first was just like, um, I got excited. I'm not going to lie. I got excited, but then I thought about it and I had downloaded the anchor, the anchor app because this is where I create my podcast app. And I just wanted to test trial it. And when I recorded one little baby episode and listened to my voice, I was like, yeah, no way. I'm not doing it because I don't like the way I sound. I don't like how fast I talk. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, why would you ask me to do this, God, if you know that I don't really know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I read the Bible. Yeah, you know, I talk to you, God. But, you know, compared to the other speakers and podcasters, I don't have the the capability to carry out probably like a full 30 minute episode. I don't have the words or the vocabulary to. And, you know, I didn't realize my response didn't correlate with what God was asking of me. And, you know, most of our responses are comparing ourselves and not saying yes to God. Most of our responses are just saying no, like I won't do it, I can't do it. Like, why are you asking me? And one thing I, I learned is why is an immature question when it comes to you know God revealing things to you and God asking things of you. Like, you know, people say why. And I I love that little that the answer or that saying that people say, you know, why not you? Like it's said in the Bible, God uses the unfit people. He used Paul when Paul was going around killing people that believed in God. Like, he used people. He used the lady who was bleeding. Like, she was bleeding bad, and all she did was touch his cloth, and he healed her, and she was healed. She was used as an example of how if you just have a little bit of faith or to just touch his clothing to be to believe that you'll be healed, he healed her. Like, how he used the... um prostitute like it's just God uses so many people that feels like they're they're not fit to be in a position to be used by God and if you just realize that you know what God asks you to do if you just realize if he's asking you to do it or, or, or if he's revealing to you what he wants you to do or the purpose in your life and your response is doubting yourself or 
comparing yourself and it's not yes it's just you know we have to fixate we have to fix our response to god's um to like god's i wouldn't say orders i wouldn't say orders i'd say we have to fix our response to just god's purpose in our lives um psalms like i said i was reading psalms and psalms 58 uh verses 1 through 11 just basically the whole psalms i just realized how like the psalmist their response with into god was confident in god and his mighty power to bring divine just upon like the evil judges they had faith in god knowing that god would answer them and knowing that god they were they were really confident in knowing that god would handle them they knew who god was and they knew what god was capable of and so instead of you know sitting in fear and just be like, well, I hope God can handle this. Well, I hope God can take care of these evil people, unjust people. Instead of them thinking that way, their response was confidence in God. Their response was, I know who my God is. I've seen him do things before. And even if I haven't seen him do things before, I've heard of things and, you know, I don't have to see to know. And they were just righteous and confident in their, their reward to wait with great joy and they just recognize that their savior king he already won the victory if you're if you realize that you know it's true when people say you know god has already won your battles for you if you i feel like if you just reel that in and realize that and ponder over that i feel like a lot of our responses would really change to you know um <clears throat> god's purpose or god's questions in our life and stuff like that um, because it's true that God has already won our battles. I really believe in that. I believe that God has already stepped forth into the next day or the next few months or the next few years. You know, of course, God sees things. He already knows what's going to happen ahead of time. So I feel like if we really believe in that and really like, and if we really just like take that in, I feel like a lot of our responses would be yes to what God asks, asks of us. Our response would be yes to spending time with God, knowing that he's going to reveal things to you, knowing that he's going to lead you and heal you, and just knowing that God is for you. Just like I said, like David, in, uh, the Psalm, in Psalms, it just uh, talks about how David was trying to um, run from King Saul because King Saul was trying to kill him because, you know, David killed his, what was it? I think, like, King Saul killed his thousands, David ki- killed his hundreds, thousands, whatever, how David you know, started becoming known and how God crowned David because David believed in God and he took up for God and he wasn't afraid of the giant. And so Saul was jealous of that. And so David decided to run away from Saul because Saul was trying to kill him out of jealousy. And just, I love how it describes what David's response was. David responded in dependence in God. When you depend on God, That's you having faith in God. When you're like, God, I depend on you because I can't do this by myself. That's the response that God hopes for in you. When you you depend on him. Like when you depend on a friend to get you that job interview or when you depend on that friend to, you know, help you with your homework. When When you depend on someone, it's like you're depending on them and you're knowing that they're going to at least at some point come through with their promise, come through with, you know, what they told you they would do. And if you displace that same dependence into God, 
and knowing that he's going to be there for you and with you, that response right there can change so much and open up so many doors for you. David trust and knew that God was with him. I love it when it just says David knew, like he knew, no second guessing, no, no, he trusted God. He had childlike trust in him and he just knew. When I feel like David knew it's because of how God guided, guided David along the way. So like a lot of us don't realize, you know, how far we've come in our lives. And a lot of us don't realize how many things God has, God has led us through. And we forget that. And when we forget that, that's when that, that negative response comes in. Cause we're like, we don't remember, you know, God got you through that situation. He got you in that college before. So what, why don't you think he'll get you into another college or higher up college or help you pay off your debt? You know, God, it, you know, it's just those type of things. God got you that job before. Why don't you believe that God will get you into a higher position? It's just when we realize and understand and, you know, track back to when God did things for us, we would open our eyes to see that, you know, he's done it before he can do it again, but not even in the same way, but greater. Like I said, like how I said last, um, episode of just how we limit God and we put God into like a box of just limitations of only what God just, it's just the limit of things that God can do in our lives. If we just take God out of that box and just let him do him, if we just place him in the middle of of our lives and let God do his work, I promise you that a lot of things in your life will do a turnaround. You will be, a lot of things will be restored in your life. A lot of new things will be revealed into your life. If you just give God his, his area, if you give God his, just everything in your life and place it to him and just let him free in your life, I promise you, he will turn everything around. It's just like, um, okay, letting a dog out. If you place a dog, (laughs) like, in the backyard, he's gonna run free. He's gonna have, he's gonna be so excited because he has no limitations. He's just running around, finding areas to just, just sometimes mess up. <laughs> like it's just a dog that feels free when he's outside, but when you place a dog in a cage, they feel bounded. They feel, they feel so encaged. They feel like they can't do anything in which they can't because the only thing they can do is lay down. And it's just the same as God. When we place God in a cage in our life, God really can't do much for us unless we believe in him and open up the cage and allow God to roam free in our lives and just to renew things in our lives, readjust things in our life, to shake things up in our life. Um, I like how it was also talking about how David responded to his circumstances. Like it, it all said he responded with knowing how do you respond to your circumstances? How do you respond to your situations? How do you just respond to your finances? How do you respond to your relationships? How do you respond to your friendships, to your family problems, to your, to your, just to your obstacles? How do you respond? And I know a lot of people can say, you know, it's harder said than done. You don't know what I'm going through. Trust me. I'm probably going through the same thing you're going through. If it's less or if it's more, we're still, we're all going through something. Finances. I've never been financially stable, nor has my family ever been financially stable. But it came to a point in my life 
where I didn't look at my finances, but I looked at God. I looked at the fact that, yeah, we might not be financially stable, but I still have a roof over my head. I still have clothes on my body. I still have food to eat where there's people out in this world that have neither of those things. I still have a life that I'm living. It's how you respond. If you respond to your obstacles with doubt, and if you respond to them by actually acknowledging them, like... You're you're not responding in faith. If you look to God and respond saying, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, you know, why this is happening. But I realize I don't need to know the why. I just, I just, I got, I'm just understanding the who. I'm understanding the where you're taking me. That's all you need to, that's, that's what I feel like your response should always be. Not, you don't need to understand the why. Just understand the who, who God is and what, what, what is God, like what God is doing. The why will soon come in due time when you're focused on God and everything will make sense. And I just love how David responded to his circumstances by knowing that God was there for him, knowing that God would, would hear him, knowing that even if, even if, even if just re- it just refers to having faith, even if this doesn't go to plan, I know that God is with me. I know that I'm protected. I know that I am, I am, you know, shielded. I shielded. I know that everything will be okay. David didn't give what the outcome may have been any power over what he knew God can do. That's I just I love that. Like I just talked about how you don't give your circumstance, you don't focus on your circumstance. Don't give your outcome the power. Don't give your don't focus on you know the outcome of what may ha- may happen when it's in a situation of, you know, like for me, for the podcast, I was so worried about the outcome. Like, you know, what if, or, you know, hopefully someone listens. I really just focused on what God could do through me with this podcast, through the podcast and just what he can do through me through it all. You cannot give your outcome the power over your life and over what God can really do. When you focus on the outcome, it's you're not you're focusing on the why. You're basically focusing on the you're not really focusing on what's going on in your life. You're not really acknowledging what God is doing in your life. You're just so fastly trying to focus on the answer, so fastly trying to trying to make sure that everything's going out in your plan or in your way or in your will. Always, it's always God, not my will, but yours be done, not my plans. God knows what you need in your life. He knows what you need over what you want. God's plan for you is greater than any other plan that you could ever imagine or ever create for yourself. And once we start realizing that, I feel like our response will be a greater response than the response that we're responding now. (sighs) So many responses. I wrote down a few, a couple of things of how you should respond in your season. I just want you guys to know, like I always say, I am not a professional. I am not, you know, a counselor or anything. This is just what I feel. This is just what, you know, has been laid on my spirit and what I just, I know that I, this is how I'm getting through it. And this is how I, I wrote down 10 things of how you should respond. My first thing is just have a ste- a steadfast heart. I said that in uh, the last episode about steadfast is basically staying still and um just knowing and just it was what was it yeah it was standing firm and unwavering not being easy to be moved not being easy to be shifted 
unless it's on God's plan or timing or, you know. My second thing was knowing that God can and he will. That's a lot of us. We we should just understand that God can in your life and he will. And he's He's already done it. If Once you start realizing and just saying, God, I know that you can and I know that you will, your faith and your response to certain situations will shift and change. My third um, thing was confidently trusting him. To confidently trust in God. Like how David confidently knew that God was going to come through and that God would hear him even if he didn't hear God. My fourth thing was excitement of what is the now teaching you and what is to come. I know that I said that, you know, you shouldn't worry about what's about to happen, but I feel like in this type of situation, you know, be excited about what is going to come. But just by saying, God, oh, I'm so excited for what you're about to do in my life. I know that what you're about to reveal to me and what you're about to do for me in the future is going to be greater than where I am now. I feel like that that helps you with your faith. That That is different from responding in, God, what is about to happen? What is about to go on? I need to know. That That is different from that response. I feel like when you... You know, are focusing on what's about to happen in this in the in the stance of because you don't want to be in the position you want to be in now. That's different than being excited about the now. When you're excited about the situations that you're going through because you know they're build they're, they're building your character. That's the type of answer or the response that you should give into your daily life. Um, my fifth thing was respond in prayer. Like I said, prayer is a must require i just i feel like prayer can shift and change things it can move mountains like you hear in songs and it can move mountains it can shift your faithful your faithful life it can shift so many things when you speak in prayer because it just holds so much power uh my sixth thing is worship worship to me is um worshiping god is basically acknowledging him every day my form of worship is i would pick out three songs or even four songs um, <clears throat> of worship music and I would just be in my room or in my place, in my home and just worship like I would be at a concert or, or like I would be at church. Because like God said, yes, church is important, but church is wherever you take it to be. In your car, your home, church, in a bathroom, as long as you're carrying around God and you're, you know, you're worshiping him, worshiping him, Wherever you stand or wherever you are, that's just showing and proving to God that, you know, you're not only praying to him when you need something or praying to him when you're only in a certain area. No, you're praying to God everywhere that you go, carrying him with you everywhere you everywhere you go, because he is your weapon that, you know, that is with you and that's protecting you. My seventh thing is with a great attitude. I just want to let you guys know your attitude is a response as well. What your attitude is toward things. If you have a bad attitude toward certain things in your life that happens, that I feel like that sets a mood, that sets a vibe in your life. If your attitude dictates, your attitude does it dictates your your response. So if you're if you have a bad attitude towards something in your life. That's what your response is. But if you have a great attitude and a good attitude towards your situations, if you're just like, okay, well, you know, this got declined. Well, I mean, it got declined for a reason, so we're going to try again. But if if you have a bad attitude towards that or a negative attitude towards it, like, dang, it got declined. I'm not trying ever again. I'm giving up. I can't do this. God, why are you doing this to me? I feel like your attitude has plays a big part in your response. Um... 
So have a great attitude. That's basically what that was. Uh, my eighth thing is surrendering, surrendering your um, everything that you're going through, surrendering every your life to God. Surrendering also falls into the place of release. So surrender and release to God. Your stress, your your um, negative thinking, your doubts, your sins, your mistakes. Just surrender to God. Um, then my ninth thing is giving thanks. A lot of us fall short of this. A lot of us forget to say thank you to God. I say thank you every morning when I wake up. Every morning when I first wake up, and I mean first wake up, before I brush my teeth, any of that, before I put my feet on the floor or the ground, I say thank you, God. Thank you, not only the typical of thank you for waking me up in the morning, but thank you for giving me my hands. Thank you for giving me my legs. Thank you for giving me my feet. Thank you for giving me my my mind to think Thank you for giving me my mouth to speak, my voice to be heard. Thank you for giving me this spirit to just to change the nations. Thank you. And a lot of us should say thank you for everything that God does in our life. I even say thank you for my obstacles because they're teaching me, they're building me, they're they're building my character. They're shifting and doing things in me that I couldn't do within myself. And my last thing of how you should respond is alone time with God. I feel like when you go through things or when you're in your day, when like a situation happens in your day, if you come back and respond in alone time, that's just showing God that, you know, she didn't give up when something, when an obstacle came ac- across her path. She came back to me seeking me and, you know, that I know that she's, she knows that I'm with her, that I know that she or he knows that I am surrounded around her and that I hear her. Um, I just like, does your salvation and honor depend on God like David? You have to really think about that. Does what you go through, does, does every decision in your life, does it depend on God? Like how David depended on God, like how David's salvation and the way, the way he surrendered, does all of those things in your life, does it depend on God? Um, I, there was this, uh, this saying on the, uh, Psalm 62, 11 verses 12. I don't know. I really liked it and it really hit hard. And I just went to, I wrote it down and it was like, it said one thing God has spoken, two things I have heard power belongs to you, God. And with you, Lord is unfailing love. You reward everyone according to what they have done. I like how it said one thing God has spoken and two things I have heard, how he heard and he believed. So My question for you guys is, if today was the day that God wanted to bring all of us home to him, would you be proud of the mark you left behind? Would how you lived your life make you look back on it and say, job well done? How would you be ready? Would you be able to know that you left a mark on this world? What is your response to your situations? Check and reevaluate yourself. Check your heart. Check your response to certain situations. And that's why, you know, a lot of us like to, you know, we wonder why we're so down in certain places in our life or why why we are, you know, not, you know, changing when it comes to having faith or any of that. It's what is your response? If you're responding in doubt, that's what you're creating in your spirit is doubt. Doubt, you're allowing doubt to be comfortable in your spirit. You're allowing doubt to be comfortable in your situations, in your season. What is your response? If you're responding in faith, if you're responding in a great attitude, if you're responding 
and knowing God, that shifts and change. Like I said, do not allow fear to dictate your journey nor your purpose. But if you allow great attitude, faith, trust to dictate your purpose, I promise you it will get you a long way. It will get you far. So that's about it. I hope you guys like this podcast or this uh, episode. This is like 31 minutes. Um, I would I would say I don't want my podcast to be long, but I'm going to stop saying that because 31 minutes is just a lifetime or a life change to someone. So if these 31 minutes changed your life, or it's about to be 32 minutes, if it changed your life, I hope it does. I hope it just touched your heart, and I hope that... Um, it came into use in the season that you're in or the day that you're having today. So yeah, stay in t- uh, stay tuned because like I told you guys for my single season, I am going to take you guys along the ride with me in my single season. Um, so my next episode is going to be about singleness. I, and also, like I told you guys, I went back and listened to relationship goals from, uh, pastor Todd, Mike Todd transformation church. If if no one has heard of that, that's what it's called. And I rewatched the first um, part one, and it's really good. And I'm going to talk about that in my next single season um, episode. So, yeah. I hope you guys liked it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And I hope everyone has a blessed day and a blessed week. And just trust God, love him, and be filled, and love your neighbor and love someone else. Uh, be a blessing to someone else as well. So, <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Peace.